Greetings fine people, it is James here from Fit to Last, hope you are well and welcome to episode 2 of our podcast. Today we're going to talk about how to change behaviors by adjusting habits. So without further ado, let's get started. We're going to talk about the importance of goal setting, we'll talk about how to set goals, we're going to talk to you about what your limiting behaviors are and find out where you are now and where you want to go and what's what's holding you back from getting there. And then finally, we're going to look at a book called Switch by the Heath Brothers that talks about how to change behaviors. We're going to look into a few details about that and give you some guidance on how to go forward. Uh, if you look at the show notes associated with this podcast, you'll see a few downloads and also a referral to this book. I would highly recommend reading Switch. It's a great book, easy read, and the nice thing about it, it gives you uh, simple and executable steps to help you make changes. So all set? Let's get going. So why is goal setting so important? Um, goal setting is important because it creates a target, it creates focus, and as importantly, it creates motivation. And a good analogy to help you think about this is that if you are um, are planning a trip somewhere, you will have a destination in mind. It's not a case where you basically hop into your car and just drive. You will be driving to go somewhere. It's the same thing as setting a goal. By setting a goal, what you're doing is you're giving yourself a target that'll help you, that'll give you direction as to as to what you want to achieve, whether it's training, nutrition habits, whatever the case may be. So. When you're thinking about setting goals, think about a destination that you want to get to. Okay, so how do we set goals? Um, in order for a goal to have a better chance of being achieved, I want you to, you to think of the acronym SMART, meaning specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based. If you keep that in mind and keep those parameters in mind, you're going to set goals that are more effective and frankly easier to achieve. So for example, um, as many people do, uh, the 2nd of January in 2016, one of the main goals that you, that you hear people talking about is I want to get fit. Now, there's a number of ways to, uh, to think about that goal, but um, by saying I want to get fit, you're not quantifying anything. So again, it's a sort of thing, this becomes a wish, and it's much, much harder to achieve something unless you put some parameters on it. And that's what the whole SMART system is all about. Now, in terms of goal types, we have two different types of goals we're going to look at. The first is an outcome goal, and the second is a behavior goal. Now, an outcome goal is a smart goal that affects an end result. Now, prime example of this is at the end of June, I want to be able to fit into a certain outfit or what have you. But the whole idea behind an outcome goal is you have a destination in mind that you want to achieve, and that's what you're focusing on. That's what your outcome goal will consist of. And essentially, um, an outcome goal is a culmination of a series of behavior goals. Now, behavior goals are SMART goals that are necessary steps required to achieve your outcome goal. The bottom line is, is that if you want to achieve an outcome goal, you will have a series of behavior goals on the way to help you get there. So here are a few examples for of behavior goals for weight loss and overall fitness, i.e. for the next 12 weeks, I'll drink 2.5 liters of water daily for five to seven days each week. For the next 12 weeks, I will attend 90% of my scheduled training sessions. And finally, for the next 12 weeks, I'll drink alcohol on one night per week, limiting myself for to, to, two, to two glasses maximum. Now you notice that among other things, getting back to what SMART was that, that I explained before, what you're talking about there, these all have quantifiable limits in terms of time, they're measurable, they're attainable, they're reasonable, and most of all, they're specific. And that those things you want to keep in mind when you're, uh, when you're setting your goals going forward.
Now, so far we've talked about why goals are important, how to set goals, we've talked about outcome and behavior goals, but the big thing is, is why are we doing all this? Why are we talking about it? <clears throat> because the reason why is because when you identify behavior goals required to achieve your, out your desired outcome, you will also be able to identify limiting behaviors that need to be changed to achieve the outcome that you want. I'm reminded of a quote by Albert Einstein, um, <clears throat> the definition of insanity is repeating the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Same rules apply here. As I said, when you identify your, uh, your, um, your behavior goals, you can also identify those limiting behaviors that are, not, that are holding you back from, from getting where you want to go. Now just to get personal for a minute for myself. Um, myself as some of you may know, I'm training for a half Ironman triathlon in September. And what I've realized as I set my goals to, towards achieving the end result of a, of, of a goal time in that race in September, the two my limiting behaviors are I don't manage my time well enough to train consistently and along the same token, I, as yet, I haven't asked for help to improve my technique. Now, I've since changed both those things in terms of scheduling my time so I, I, I allow myself training in the afternoons when I'm not quite as busy. And also in terms of asking for help, I've now enlisted the help of a triathlon coach to help me to achieve my own goals. But that's what I'm talking about. As you, as you look at your, your limiting behaviors, you can then set um, behavior goals to get you closer to where you want to be. Now, fine. So you've, you've identified what your limiting behaviors are. You've, you've identified what you, um, the, the, the factors that need to be changed to achieve the outcome that you want. The next question is, what do we do about this? Now this is where uh, the book by the Heath brothers called Switch comes into play. And once again, if you look at the show notes for this, um, uh, for this podcast, you'll see a link to this book, which I would most highly recommend. It's a great read. And again, what I love about the way they write is they put things in very simple, easy to, to digest chunks that'll help you make changes. It, it, it's, it's brilliant and, highly, and a highly recommended read. So Switch talks about the uh, importance of motivating both sides of your intelligence to create change using the metaphor of the elephant, the rider, and the path. Now, um, the reason why we're discussing this is because I've heard a lot of people talk about how I can't help myself, or I don't do this, or I don't do that. By looking how to address the different parts of our thinking, while at the same time learning how to shape the path ahead of us, anything can be achieved, including changing the habits that are holding us back from getting where we really want to go. So the first thing to talk about is how to direct the rider. And what I want you to think of is three important points. Um, you want to look for, in terms of what you're doing now, you want to look at what's working and what's not working for you. And the reason for this is that once you know what's working, you, how to do more, you know how to do more of what's working and you know how to eliminate what's currently not working for you. Now it sounds like a simple process, but if you sit down and write these things down in terms of what's working for you in terms of getting where you want to go and what's not working for you, it's quite easy to streamline your thinking and streamline your behavior to make sure that you're only doing stuff that's going to get you towards where you want to go. The second thing to think about is to script the, the critical moves. Now once you've figured out what's working for you and what's not, what you can do from there is just basically make a path in terms of in terms of what the uh, what the different things that you have to do going forward that within the context of what's working for you you know what's what's effective and what's happening and do more of those same things and along the same token the third thing i want you to think about also is a point to the destination post your outcome goals in, in a prominent place where you can see it as in above your mirror in your bedroom on the dash of your car 
whatever you're going to see it most often. The idea behind this is you want to make sure that as, um, as you go forward, you have constant reminders of the goals that you want to achieve because that will help to keep you focused. The next thing I want to talk about is how to motivate the elephant, which is step two. Now, where the, where the rider is considered the, um, the, uh, the thinking part of your brain, the elephant is considered the, um, the more emotional side. Now, this is where visualization comes into play. The first thing you want to think about when it comes to motivating your internal elephant, is the expression, is to, you want to start visualizing and feeling the feeling. You want to imagine what it feels like to actually achieve the goal that you want to achieve. Because the more you start visualizing, the more you think about that, the more you real, the, 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 the more you become comfortable with that idea. And the more you start feeling that way on a more regular basis, the more natural it's going to become as you get closer to achieving it, and the, frankly, the more, the, the more that you'll enjoy it. Um, the more you start to visualize in your mind how you feel when you, when you get to that, that place that you want to get to, if you look in the mirror and you don't like what you see, think about the joy and satisfaction you'll feel when you reach the outcome goal that you have in your mind. Now the second thing to talk about is shrinking the change. Now this refers back to the, um, the, 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 the part about the SMART goals, making things realistic. In terms of shrinking the change, breaking down the change into smaller elements that no longer intimidate. By breaking down your goals into smaller digestible chunks, the goal becomes less daunting and more realistic to achieve. Third and finally, you want to look at, um, uh, you basically would grow the people around you. You want to think of the people that you work with, the people that you train with, and what you need to identify is that these people are, um, are just the same as you. They have the same insecurities, and they, when you think about the, about, the, about the group training programs that we have, the people around you are all in exactly the same position. They want to change themselves. And the nice thing is, is that you're all in this together. And it's important to realize you have a network of people around you. And it makes, the, it makes life a hell of a lot simpler. It makes the goal a lot less daunting when you realize that you have strength in numbers and you aren't by yourself. Third and finally, shaping the path. What you want to make sure that you're doing is, first and foremost, is tweaking the environment. Now, when you're talking about... Um, I've mentioned in previous podcasts about the importance of setting yourself a scene, setting yourself up for success. Now, I talked in a previous podcast about purging all the uh, all the the uh, the uh, processed food out of your kitchen. That's an example of tweaking the path. The idea behind this is you want to make sure that you're setting yourself for, up for success and eliminating any potential boundaries that can get in the way. Really important thing to consider as you're going forward. Uh, the second thing is to build habits. You want to look for habits that will help you to achieve your goals and find out what action triggers occur in advance of those habits being executed. Um, once once something is a habit, it becomes less easier, uh, less difficult to execute, and that it be, again it becomes habitual, it becomes second nature. So what you want to think about is what is going to what is going to help you to get to where you want to go, and then just think in terms of, of what, how you can set yourself up to uh, to achieve that objective, and then encourage those action triggers that inspire the behavior that you want, and just keep repeating those those triggers again and again and again. Uh, third and finally, rally the herd. Many of us are doing this already, but by using Facebook to share the great things that you're doing, uh, what you're doing is you're, 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 you're encouraging more behavior like that. Um, behavior is contagious. So as long as you're, basically what I'm talking about is advertise your achievements as you achieve things. Post them on Facebook. Talk to your friends. But the important thing is as you uh, you achieve things to, uh, uh, towards, uh, towards um, attaining your goals, 
Make sure the whole world knows about it because what will happen is you're going to inspire other people and then by extension you create a, a virtuous cycle of inspiring those around you and they will in turn inspire you. Okay, folks, so I said as uh, at the start that um, if you head over to the show notes, you'll see a couple of, uh, of downloads that are, that are on offer. Uh, the first one is a crib sheet from the book that I mentioned, Switch. It talks about, it just basically outlines what we've talked about during this podcast and gives you um, a quick list on how to, make, how to make changes based on setting goals, etc. Uh, the second one is an amazing book of yummy recipes from our good friends at Precision Nutrition. Uh, the Encyclopedia of Food. Now, this is uh, great graphics, uh, some awesome recipes that are all very, very healthy. So uh, so give it a look when you get a moment and download that puppy and get on that. Um, so once again, thanks so much for your time today. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. If you have any questions, please drop me an email at james at fit2last.co.uk. Have yourselves a great day and we'll see you next time. Cheers.